People aren't willing to take the leadership of influencing or convincing others. They're not going to be out front because they're afraid if they're wrong, they'll lose their leadership opportunity. Well, influence other people to cooperate in what? He says towards some goal. So it's influencing people to work together, to cooperate really means more than an attitude. Again, to cooperate, meaning to work together in sync, interactively, towards some goal. And that goal needs to be one which they come to find desirable. They, as a group, come to find desirable. So it's a shared goal. It's a common purpose. So leadership has to influence both the cooperation, the working together, the having the right people in the right place, the synergy, and it needs to influence setting the goal. Those are the two issues that I would agree define a good leader. Bringing a group together and influencing it so that it works cooperatively and that that work is done toward reaching shared desires or common goals. Well, we go wrong, I think, with leadership when we think that requires one certain method of communication or influencing. You can influence a group by providing a lot of experience, research, information, evidence, history, expertise, all of that's fact finder. And a fact finder can certainly influence the group. They set the agenda. The fact finder, in many, many ways, initiates the process of cooperation in a group by allocating some of the energy, setting the priorities, putting together an agenda. But the person who does that is providing a form of function, a part of the cooperative effort. That person doesn't have to be the leader. That person is a contributor. Yet you can lead by kicking off the process that way. You can also lead through follow-through by setting the sequence, by formulating the activities in a timeline, by putting together the parameters, by developing the policies and procedures. You're leading. You're helping people work cooperatively. You're help establishing a set circumstance or design for articulating the goals. You can lead that way, and you can lead by getting others to cooperate in following these guidelines. You can lead with a persuasive action of a quick start, the bottom line, the vision for the future, the this is way we're going to do it, the selling people on the opportunity and the benefits. And you know quick starts are great leaders in an entrepreneurial environment. Actually, they can lead in any environment because they lead by influencing people to buy in through their own actions. They don't sit back and wait for others, and they do it by selling benefits. They do it by taking risks. They do it by being out in front and showing it can be done. How do you lead through the implementer? Well, it's by showing in a different way. It's showing through demonstration, by example. It's by focusing on the quality issues 
and taking the time right now, the here and now, of getting something done that you can be proud of and as a group that you can desire to have available, that you can manufacture or build a solution. So when this guy asked me which of these two people did I think he should make president of this division, it wasn't pick one over the other. It was a matter of what's the team? Who are the people that are going to have to work cooperatively? And how does this person fit in with that team? How is this person going to be able to influence the team? Is this person going to be instinctively at odds with the team? Is there going to be such a polarized energy or conflict between the person and the direct reports that it'll cause problems? Then I would be very cautious. Or will the person be so much like the other people?